Welcome to the Business with Bordeaux podcast, where we're bringing basic business tips to entrepreneurs and the future leaders of tomorrow. Let's get down to business. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Business with Bordeaux podcast. I thank you for joining me, for lending me your ears. And you know we're here to talk business. Uh, I have changed the format of the show. If you're not aware, we are now doing interviews. So if you know anybody who is a Christian business owner who you think would be a good fit for being interviewed on the show, please let me know. You can do so on Twitter at JasonBordo1. You can also do so if you go to businesswithbordo.com, which is where I host all of my blog postings, my podcast. You can become a Patreon over there to help support the show financially, like my brother Aaron Simpkins at True Strength Apparel has done. So uh, go ahead and go to True Strength Apparel and get your apparel needs today. Anyway, so... Yeah, anybody who you think would be a good fit for an interview for the show, uh, please let me know who they are. You can tag them in a response if you want to, you know, share the the podcast and tag them in it. That'd be good. You know, anything in that, um, you know, of that nature. So, so this week we have an interview with uh, Mr. Prophet Josiah WordPress Stan. He does a bunch of different things. He's a recording artist. He does. Uh, specializes in WordPress websites. And that's uh, a lot of what we talk about today is in that area. Uh, even though he does have some, uh, you know, business music, uh, music business experience, I wanted to hit on something that was a little bit different and unique about him. And so that's the way we went uh, with a lot of uh, WordPress stuff, because I'll be honest, I didn't know a whole lot about it before the interview. So it helped me. And I really, really hope it helps you as well, because website and website design is something you have to think about in any kind of business, especially if you're doing most of your business online. And uh, and in today's economy, there are so much e-commerce out there and you have to be able to look at least comparable to the others and your website has to have good looks on it. So, you know, you want to know about all the different platforms out there. You know, you got WordPress, you got Squarespace, Weebly, so many different things. And so we kind of discussed that a little bit on the interview here. So uh, anyway, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and jump into the interview. Welcome back to the Business with Bordeaux podcast. Thank you for joining us for another episode. And we have a special guest with us today. Uh, His name is Stanley, a.k.a. Prophet Josiah. He is also a recording artist as well as uh, engineer designer, website design. Um, his, his business title is WordPress Stan. So he does a lot of WordPress. And so I want to welcome you to the show, sir. How are you doing today? Today is an awesome day. Thank you. Thank you for doing well. Yeah. Thank you for joining me, man. Um, you know, the, the whole purpose of the show is to help people who are wanting to start a business, especially for Christians who want to get involved and go out there and, and really serve the world in a business format or ministry format. And so, you know, I saw that, that you do WordPress stuff, which is important for those who are doing website design. So I wanted to get into that a little bit later on how that can actually help people out in their, their business ventures. But uh, before we get into that, could you just share like a little bit of background about yourself, you know, your personal life, um, education, work experience, stuff like that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see. Uh, I went to college. I'm old, so I went to college. A long time ago, <laughs> um, in uh, 2000 is when I graduated college, and uh, I got married to uh, my girlfriend in college in uh, 2002. We got uh, two kids now, 
And, um, you know, since since college, really, I've been really excited about getting into business and making money for myself. Like, I never really wanted to work for other people. Now I've been, you know, just since then trying to find a way to make my own money. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I hear you there. Yeah, so with um, so you graduated college. What, what kind of degree did you graduate with? I have a bachelor's degree in uh, music industry slash business. Oh. So I learned everything about the music industry as well as how to start a business, how to run a business, how to market a business. And the teacher was really big on um, figuring things out. So she would always say, okay, you know, like you have a project to build a website. I'm not going to teach you how to do it. You need to figure it out. And we were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and so that, that right there kind of started me on the path of web design because we were forced to just go to the library and just figure it out. And, you know, like she had a couple people set up in the library that were there to help us. But for the most part, we had to do everything ourselves. Man, that's awesome, man. I love it whenever, you know, people hate it whenever they have to figure it out themselves a lot of times. But you, you really learn the best that way, I feel like. I mean, we, you, do. you know, it's kind of like the military. Whenever they just take them and they drop them off in the middle of a wilderness and they have to figure out how to survive on their own. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I can survive that. <laughs> but, you know, in, in, in your situation, it was kind of like that, though, right? Uh, yeah, it was. But, I mean, it wasn't life or death. <laughs> right, right, if right. I didn't, it wasn't like I was going to be messed up or have, you know, scars on me and bugs eating me. and. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, that's cool, man. Uh, so, so what kind of uh, work experience, like, you know, ha- do you have your own company? And, um, you know, how many different things have you done on your own? Just kind of share a little bit about that. Yeah, I've done, I've, I've done a lot. So, um, and my experience is varied. So, um, I went to school for music business because I wanted to learn about the music business because I was, uh, I was rapping at the time, and I, well, actually, I'm still rapping, but, but but at the time, I was really big on not getting burnt by the industry, so I wanted to learn as, as much as I could about the industry so that I would know what was going on, and then once the teachers started talking about music publishing and record labels and things like that, what really captured my mind was the music publishing aspect, so then I started my own music publishing company. I came home from school and basically wanted to sign up I'm saying, and, and basically just wanted to sign up all my friends and, you know, start business as a music publishing company. So I started doing that. And then um, I just kind of realized I needed a website by default. So I just kind of built my own website from what I learned from school. Um, let's see what else. And then I kind of, I kind of kept doing that stuff. And then I got into working doing tech support. So, um, I learned a lot of customer service type stuff, a lot of, uh, talking over the phone to people, walking them through things, how to do things and being able to make people comfortable when you're talking to them about something that they don't really understand, which is very helpful when, when you're building a website. Cause a lot of people don't understand it. Oh, yeah. And, uh, uh, what else? A whole bunch of stuff. It's hard for me to, to call it up like that, but, <laughs> but I've done a lot of different things. <laughs> Right, I gotcha, gotcha, man. So, what I mean, what what do you currently do right now? That is, that's yours. Like, what's your baby that you got going on right now, like business wise? Um, I got, I got, I got, I got three things that are really important to me right now. Uh, uh 
right now I'm working on some music. That's really important to me. Um, I treat music like a business, so it's hard for me to just say it's just music. I'm, I'm working on my own website. I'm working on a marketing plan. Um, I'm trying to figure out trends in, in Facebook and YouTube and Twitter to, to see how people interact with music and with different ads and things like that to figure out how I can get more people to listen to the music and hopefully want to buy it. Um, another thing I'm doing is the WordPress stuff, I'm trying to build that up so I, hopefully that can work me out of my job. And then the other thing I'm still doing is the music publishing. I've had a lot of success with that in the past, and I'm trying to do that too. So I'm kind of trying to do a lot of things at the same time. And, uh, you know, it's difficult at times, but it's just something that got to be done because I kind of don't really trust jobs. Um, in uh, 2014, I got laid off twice wow. in the same year from uh, two different jobs. And it just, I don't, I don't feel comfortable at work because I always feel like they can get rid of me whenever they want. And I, I kind of like the idea just of having my own money so that no matter what happens, I can still keep eating. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree. I, I mean, you know, Obviously, I work a, a you know a regular job too, and uh, you know mine's a night job, but yeah, man, just that the thought of you know being dependent on another whole group of leaders, and um, and you not having the you know the kind of control and being able to maneuver things in a way that you feel might work better in the economy and the market, man. That's like you know that it's it's when you have an entrepreneur mindset. Like the thought of working yep. for somebody else, like it's almost like a stab in the heart. It is. <laughs> it's like it is. <laughs> it is. And what I learned to do is, is that um, I treat my job as another one of my businesses. I go to work because I want to go to work. Gotcha. It's uh, it's my job is financing not only my home but it's financing my other businesses. Yeah. And it just it just makes sense right now. Like for the whole of 2015, I, I didn't have a job. I was I was running my businesses, trying to get my hustle going, and I was making money, but we weren't really making enough to survive on. And you know, I basically hit rock bottom financially, and said, "Okay, now it's time for me to go back to work, so I can start making money again." And I realized now I should have did this sooner because now I have money to put into my businesses. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like in 2015, I had no money to pay for advertising, to pay for marketing. So it's like everything I was looking up was, okay, how to market my business for free, how to get ads for free. And it's like everything that's free is typically not good. <laughs> is this a scam or spam or <laughs> yeah. give us your email and we're going to email you all these free things. Then you get spam like crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm glad you're talking about that, though, because I think uh, one misconception that people have is that if you're working another job and you're not doing your own thing full time, that you're not really giving it your all. And, you know, I think it's different, you know, it definitely is different for family men and for, or you know, family people, because, you know, women, obviously, you know, they, they run businesses, too, so I don't want to be uh, gender specific, but so, you know family men and women, you know, they have a little more to really think about, you know, if, if their business doesn't come through, you know, their family doesn't eat. And right, so, right. I think also you have to depend on your age. I mean, yeah. even if you're not 
a family person, once you reach a certain age, you start realizing, I have to pay attention to my income. You know, when you're 20, 21, it's like, so what? I can do whatever I want. You know what I'm saying? I could recoup later. Yeah. When you start hitting 39, 40, 41, it's like, look, I'm 40. I can't be, you know, playing around with my money and figuring out where I'm going to live at. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't go back to your mom's so, Well, maybe some people choose to do that, but I can't go back to my mom's house at 40 and comfortably feel like this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. no. I understand that. I understand that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm 27, so I'm, I'm about halfway in between those two ages you listed there, but I definitely understand that, uh, you know, if I were to lose my job, you know, I, I, I couldn't go stay with my, you know, even with my family or, you know, I think even if I was single, I'd probably still won't be able to do that. <laughs> I mean, I just, you know, it, it might just be a pride in me thing, but, you know, I just, I'm a firm believer of getting out and, and getting something done. But uh, that, that's just the way I function. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs, that's just the way we are. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I'm going to go out and I'm going to get this stuff done and, uh, and make it work and figure it out. So, but yeah, um, you know, going back to what you were saying, you know, so you were trying to run your businesses for about a year and then you finally decided, okay, it's time to go back to work. Now, you know, this is, you know, extremely important, important for those who, you know, who, who are trying to do this. And then, you know, they do kind of hit a wall because I believe that even whenever God calls us to do something, it might not be right now. So Ryan with TrackStars, you know, he took a year off of uh, a regular job to stay home and do TrackStars full time. And in that amount of time, he was able to get a lot done. Now, even though he did have to go back to work, he didn't see it as a failure. He saw it as he had a year to get a lot more accomplished than what he could have done if he had continued working for his other job. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, timing is, it is a huge ordeal. So... Now, my question is like the, so do you feel like the, the side jobs that you do, is that like, is, is, are all of those callings from God or is just maybe one of them a call from God or is it just a way to generate an income to provide for your family? I don't really know. I just know that I don't like working for other people. So I'm trying to find ways to get it done. Um, I like, um, you know, like you said before, working for other people, it is it is kind of like stabbing to the heart a little bit, like when you really want to have your own thing. And so I can't say this is necessarily a call from God, and I can't say it's not. I, don't, I, just, I, just, I just don't know. All I know is I come alive when I work for myself. It's like, you know, calling people on the phone, talking to them about what they need to get done, and then seeing checks come in or, or see money pop into my bank account. It's just an awesome feeling knowing that I set that up. Like, it's not a job that forced me to be there at a specific time to tell me when to eat lunch, to tell me when to leave, da-da-da-da. It's like, I set this up. I called the customer. I walked them through the process, and they paid me. (laughs) (laughs) No middleman, no middleman, right? (laughs) Yeah. You know, but I also recognize that, you know what I'm saying, sometimes you just got to use wisdom. It's like, it's like we want to do things. And like you said, it's all about time and you know what I'm saying? You just you just keep doing it until you can't and then you go get some legal money. And then when you get some legal money, stack it up, fund your business, and then jump back out there. I mean, last year wasn't the first time 
that I wasn't working and then decided to go back to work. This is almost like a pattern I go through. It's like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to do my business. I get so far. And then, okay, it's not working. Got to go back to work. And, um, you know, like one thing I used to do, I used to, I used to take leaves of absence from work just to go work on my business. Right, right. And um, they, they, they don't really stipulate, you know, like how you can take leave of absence or what the reasons are. I just always say, hey, man, I have some personal things I need to take care of, and I'll be back in a month if that's okay with you. And they usually say, okay, all right. And they try to probe a little bit, like, well, what's really going on? And I just, you know, I, I got some things I need to take care of. I don't really want to talk about it. Like, that's not your business. If you will let me, I like take a leave of absence for four weeks. I'll go home for four weeks, run my business, and come back. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. I understand that. You know, the, the way my job works is I have, you know, I work seven days, and then I have seven days off. So those seven, oh, days, wow. off, those seven days off, uh, I'm going hard. And even wow. the seven days on, even the seven days on, I work. Like, you know, during my break time or whatever, in between classes at yeah. school, I'm doing website stuff, I'm editing shows, you know, all sorts of stuff like that. Uh, just for clarification, earlier you said you said go make legal money. Now all the money you do was legal, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I, I, but I, I just want to stress that to yeah. other people because when you start talking about hustling oh, and making okay. money, that can be construed as something else. So I wanted to specify make legal money, not yeah. illegal money. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I just want to clarify. Somebody out there is going to say. Hold on, wait. So before he was making legal money, he was making illegal money? <laughs> I'm not going to jail for nobody. <laughs> I hear you, man. I hear you. So with your WordPress stand site, um, is there, are there certain types of companies or people that, that you would feel kind of funny working for or creating a website for? Or is it all just like a transactional thing? No, I don't. I, don't, I mean... I have, uh, I have policies that I created, and I kind of keep adding to these policies every year. But I started, uh, I started with these policies maybe about 10, 15 years ago, where I said I'm not going to work with anybody that I feel like compromises what I stand for. So, like, I have a thing in here that says uh, I say I have the right to choose not to work with anybody that I don't feel comfortable working with. This includes homosexual. Uh, porn, um, illegal sites, anything that you know, saying goes across the boundary that I don't like, and then I got like a catch-all that's kind of like, and I have the right to not work with you even if you don't in these above things. <laughs> right, right. Uh, there's just certain things that I just I just don't want to deal with, and I refuse to do it. Yeah. Have you noticed, uh, I mean, I don't know if you've encountered it, but I know like different states have different laws and there's like the right to work state and things like that. You know, here in North Carolina, they had the issue with the, the bakery. Uh, are you aware of that? You've heard of that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's interesting. Um, you know, there, there are different Christian companies, you know, some people would do, you know, they'll work with anybody and they'll just see it as transactional and then others do place their their personal standards and morals on a, you know, they, they, they kind of put that first. And so, you know, I would personally say, like, I think, I think it's whatever the Holy Spirit leads us to do. And, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So I think, you know, whatever it is for people out there, you know, I, I think it's good to, 
to make sure you know uh, what you're willing and not willing to do. So it's it's good that you had that set of standards in place because when you hit that level or when you when you come into a situation, if you don't have that already mapped out, then you know you could be. Uh, I mean, you could probably even give an emotional unsteadiness about it. Yeah, I think too. You want to make sure you study up on the laws regarding your business and what oh, you yeah. can and cannot do. I mean, that's something I looked up like a long time ago to see if 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 that's something I can even do. And from what I looked up on the uh, government website, um, because I'm the only person that works in my business, I can basically do that. But if I had employees, I think if you have five or more employees, it changes it. Right. Or if um, if you want to get like government contracts, you can't do that. So, so um, you know, there's just things that you want to make sure you do the uh, uh, your business study on to make sure that you are aware. You know, if you if you choose to do certain things, that there could be repercussions of it, yeah. or because of it. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, you know, you don't have to go to law school, but you definitely need to know the laws, including your business, and then laws in your the areas you're working in, and you know, know if if you need to worry about federal law or if it's just state law and all that stuff is extremely important that's something i learned uh you know this past year so uh so mm-hmm. yeah that's you know it's good that you studied up on that so now let's jump into the actual wordpress in itself now what exactly is wordpress um to to, to make it really simple wordpress is just a platform that people use to create websites to create blogs and it's free. So WordPress is a free platform you can use to create websites and blogs in a nutshell. <laughs> cool. So can you do pretty much any kind of website and sell things, have e-commerce and anything like that? You can do pretty much anything you want to do. There's a lot of, uh, of uh, big name sites that, that are using WordPress. I know that um, I think BMI was made with WordPress, BMI.com. Oh, wow. Uh, Man, I can't I can't think of the other ones, but uh, there's one of the major, um, uh, you know, like UPS or FedEx, like one of those was made with with a uh, um, WordPress. Even the big ones want to save money. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Plus, it's a known platform that everybody is is like familiar with, so it makes it a lot easier when you want to get plugins and things like that. Everybody is making plugins for WordPress, so. You'll never run out of um, cool things to have on your site because some master programmer made this plugin that you could pay for twenty five dollars, and then boom, you got this great functionality that you know back in the day you had to pay somebody you know fifty hundred dollars an hour to get something flying out the side of your <laughs> to get something fly the side of your website and come back and do cool stuff. Now you don't really have to. Right. Yeah. So explain what a plugin is for those who uh, who don't really know. Yeah, a plugin is basically, um, it's an add-on to your site that will that will give it functionality. So, for instance, you notice a lot of people's websites still have, you know, like share Twitter, share Facebook, or whatever. And, and you hit the button, and the button might bounce, it might dance, it might bend, or do whatever. And then when they hit it, another screen pops up, and it says, hey, share on Twitter, share on Facebook. That's a plugin that somebody created and probably spent a bunch of hours working on, and then they might sell it for $5, 
and now you get you get the benefit of all their years of and of expertise and knowledge and programming, and you pay five dollars and it's on your website now, and you can use it to do whatever. And they pretty much have a plugin for everything. So if you if you, if you uh you know do your research, you can find something that uh, that you can use. Right now, is there like a, a centralized location to, to find plugins, or are they just kind of scattered over the internet? Um, there, there's a there's a few centralized places. If you if you um, um, uh, inside of WordPress, they have a search feature in there where all the plugins can show up. Also, there's private companies and private websites, so you could download the plugins right from their site. Um, I believe they have it on uh, WordPress.com as well. I'm not exactly positive of the exact address of where to go to get them but um but yeah they have them there too and 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 they also have you know like a rating so you know whether this is a good plug-in or if other people don't like it because people will rate it five stars four stars so if it has a million downloads and five stars it's probably a really good plug-in if it has 10 downloads and one star you read the comments; it's probably not so good. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, that's that's good to know. So, can you um, so with those WordPress plugins, is that is that pretty much only compatible with WordPress uh, sites? Uh yes, all yes, all the WordPress plugins are only compatible with WordPress sites. Okay. And there's other formats and things you can use, and they have their own plugins and things like that. Okay. All right. Cool deal. So I left. I was add that in there. I don't know everything, so I could be mistaken. If there's something new that just came out, hey, I just don't know about it yet. <laughs> right. So, in your opinion, and this is just a personal kind of thing, what's one of the coolest plugins you've ever seen? Ooh, that's a, there's a lot of cool plugins, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm uh, asking because, you know, I'm not entirely familiar with plugins. and that's, So this is kind of a personal question for me as well. Yeah, um, you, you, you would have to be specific as to what you want. I mean, they have plugins for almost every aspect of your website. So they, you're saying there's cool plugins for sharing content. There might be 100 plugins for that. There's cool plugins for... Um, uh, making your site load faster. Um, I mean, there's cool plugins for almost everything. I think I think the best thing to do, which is what I do all the time, because there's always new people making new plugins. Whatever you want to do, or if you see something cool that's on somebody else's site, I go, oh man, I wonder how they did that. I go to Google and go, plugin, how to make something fly out and jump up and down. Or the best 10 plugins for da-da-da. And you'll get a website that'll tell you that, and then you can start your research from there, find out who got the best stars, who's getting the best reviews, and then try it out. Cool. Google helps, man. Google's awesome. Google. Yo, yo, I always say this. Between Google, YouTube, and, uh, you know what I'm saying, just you having to get up and go, there's no reason why you can't make money online. I mean, you might not be able to make a living but you can make money online between Google, YouTube, and you just wanting to study and learn something. There's so many ways to make money now. It's ridiculous that for for people not to be utilizing those things. Yeah, and I would completely agree because you know something that I heard somebody say is you know they all 
you ever heard of Gary Vaynerchuk? Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, I, I, obviously, I don't agree with the with everything that he you know kind of stands for, believes in, but he does have a lot of good, um, good things to keep entrepreneurs motivated and to keep people from making excuses. And you know, one of the things he says is, if you don't know how to do something, just Google it. And you know, I've heard a lot of people. You know, they've had the they've had a thought process of, well, there's other people doing it, and he says, well, you don't have to be the first person to do it; you just have to be the best. So, even if you Google a YouTube, and you don't something, have to be the best. You don't say you don't have to be the best. Yeah, that's you true. Just too. Have that's to true. You just got to know more than maybe a hundred people. Yeah. And you can sell what you know to somebody else. It, it's, 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 dude, it's, it's so crazy right now. Like, I went, um, I actually just started messing around with uh, WordPress maybe like two or three years ago. Um, I knew about web design, how to make websites, but I was getting to a place where I said, it's becoming too much work to do a website. And my wife had uh, been using WordPress for many years. And I was just like, I don't want to use that because I make web. You know, like I, I make websites myself. I don't need that. And she was like, you know, we used to try it out. And I just kept saying, I don't, I don't, don't really want to mess around with that. So one day I decided, you know what? Let's see what she's talking about. And I loaded it up, and I realized all the work I was doing, WordPress just cut out half of it. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, I can't believe I haven't been using this. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's um. I've used a couple of different, I haven't done the WordPress. Now I've worked on WordPress. Uh, I've worked okay. on it with, um, you know, I, I do blogs and stuff for Trackstar. So, you know, they, they run their platform through WordPress, but I've done Weebly and I've done Squarespace. Uh, okay. Have you worked with those? I have. Okay. How would you compare, uh, you know, Squarespace or Weebly to WordPress? Um, I, I would say, you know, this is my own personal my own personal opinion. I'm a big believer in owning my own thing. Uh, when you're on Weebly or you're on Squarespace, um, from last time I checked, you're on their server. All the software is on their server. Everything is going through them. If, if their server goes down, you're down. If they do something you don't like, you can't take your site and just move it somewhere else because it's with them. WordPress, you could put on any server. You could choose your own hosting company. Um, you basically own your site because it's on your server. It's on your hosting. You are in control of everything about your site. That's what I really like about it is that if I don't like the company I'm working with, like say my hosting company messes up and they start jerking me around, I say, you know what, I'm taking my business elsewhere. I will pick up my site. And I'll drop it on another hosting company, gotcha. <laughs> and, I, you know, and, and then I keep moving. Where, whereas with those other places, you can't really do that. It's like you're stuck to whatever they got. Right, right. Well, that's good to know, man. I, I honestly, I wasn't, you know, entirely aware of that. Um, I've done a little bit of, you know, listening to, you know, some, uh, some business podcast about, you know, where they talk about WordPress and, and things like that and hosting companies. And so that's not a huge area of expertise. So, uh, so you're definitely sharing some stuff that that's, you know, you're definitely helping me out. And then I'm sure <laughs> there's some listeners out there who you're probably helping them out too. But, uh, yeah, no, also, you know, WordPress has some downsides too, which, which a lot of people that like WordPress don't necessarily like to talk about, but I think it's important for people to know, um, you know, some of the benefits of a Weebly or, 
uh, Squarespace is that they protect you security-wise. So, um, well, usually anyway. Um, WordPress is so popular and so widely known, uh, sites are getting hacked left and right. So oh, if no. you're not familiar with security, I mean, there's a bunch of free plugins you can use for security that will block hackers, that will stop people from getting to your site. I mean, there's a bunch of plugins you can use that are that 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 is made specifically for security to stop people from getting in. Um, if you're not familiar with that and you don't have security set up on your site, or you don't you don't back up your site like on a regular basis, if your site gets hacked, you could be kind of screwed because now your site goes down and you got to start all over again. Um, so I think I think it's important if you are going to get into WordPress to make sure that you're backing up your site, make sure that you have some great security plugins, or that you hire someone to just kind of take care of that end for you if you don't really feel like dealing with that. I mean, that's something I offer too is, is security, hosting, domain names, um, and just watching over people's sites so they don't have to worry about that side of it. They can just build their site and have fun. And I'm kind of like the watchdog on the site, making sure nothing happens. So, so that's something that, that I think is important to know too. Oh, well, that's good, man. I'm, I'm glad you did that. I know, uh, you know, you don't you don't really hear a whole lot of, you know, you don't always hear all the pros and cons. So, uh, right. so that's definitely good to know. Is is that kind of the biggest thing that you would say WordPress has kind of against them in comparison to the others? Um, probably, uh, especially for like a beginner. Well, but at the same time, it's not, it's not really against, it's just, it's just something you need to be aware of. It's just like, you know, um, you go home, you lock your door. You don't just leave it open. You know what I'm saying? You walk in the door and you close it and you lock it and you go to bed or whatever you do. It's the same thing. It's just that WordPress is like your own thing. Whereas the other places, they kind of do that for you. WordPress says, okay, here you go. It's your responsibility to lock the door. It's your responsibility to make sure nothing happens because you're in charge of your own thing. Where the other sites are saying, look, we'll take care of that for you, and you don't have to worry about that. And that's why they probably charge a little bit more money. So, okay. you know, you might pay, you know, $25 a month or $50 a month or whatever. Where with WordPress, it's free, and you're just uploading it to your own server, which is maybe $10 a month or 12 Gotcha, gotcha. So, quick question for you. I'm going to get into uh, a little uh nitty gritty business here how does do you know how wordpress makes money because i'm thinking you know squarespace and weebly they charge monthly for their um you know for taking out their their tag and the domain name and stuff and if wordpress if it's free you know how would you say they make money because i'm just curious about that myself um i don't exactly know how to make all their money i know they have a um they have a they have an offshoot where they they back up WordPress sites where you can pay you know five ten twenty fifty dollars um, uh, monthly and they make sure that your site is backed up and that it's secure and it's on their servers. Um, I know they also have conferences all over the U.S. where people come to learn more about WordPress. Um, I'm pretty sure that a lot of people that started WordPress they are behind the scenes working on new plugins and different things. But but this is straightforward. Were they making money hand over fist? I don't really know how they're doing that. <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, I was just curious because I know, you know. Uh, I've you know, often thought about that too. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm. That's that's one thing I always ask. Like anytime something appears free, I'm like, well, they have to be making money somewhere, and eventually they're going to ask me to buy something. Like <laughs> eventually, whenever I got my podcast started, uh, there is you know there's a couple different sites where you know they need to do tutorials and stuff. But the the one I found that I liked best was um was a guy that I follow on a different cover different business podcast. But you know, the, the tutorial is absolutely free. Like he doesn't even ask for a email address, which is typically that's, that's your payment for most people. Now for the free content is an email address. Right. And, uh, and I actually kind of mentioned that in um, a couple of weeks ago or a few weeks ago, by the time this comes out and uh, in, in one of my previous podcasts, I talked about that. But with this, he doesn't actually ask for email, but he recommends affiliate companies' products. So, okay. so even though he's not getting anything from you, if you use his affiliate link products, he does get a little bit of kickback. And, and he, he tells you that. He's upfront and honest with it. But, you know, so I always wonder, like, you know, people aren't, doing all this stuff for free. That's why I always ask, or I'm always wondering, I wonder how they're getting a little bit of, you know, I wonder how they're getting reimbursed somehow. Well, you know what I just thought about too, that, that I never really thought about till just now when you just said that, um, there's a lot of companies that are creating, um, themes and plugins or whatever to work with WordPress because there's a lot of people using it. And I bet you they have to pay, some kind of license or something, some type of license fee to be able to get, you know, the inner workings of WordPress so that they can work with them. I don't, I don't know this hundred percent for sure, but that's what I would do if I was, <laughs> that's what I would do if I was WordPress because everybody wants to work with WordPress because there's so many people on it. Right. And so if I'm going to make something that works with WordPress, I got to get WordPress's back end you know, schematics about how this thing works so I can make my my theme or my plugin compatible and I bet you that's not free. Right. So so like it might be free to the consumer, but to the people that want to make money off of WordPress, I bet they have to pay. And that's probably how they're making their money. Gotcha. Well if anybody out there in podcast land knows for sure, let us know, you know, send us a comment or something or uh <laughs> hit us up on Twitter or whatever. And, uh, you know, clear it up for us because, you know, we're both curious guys on how, how they're actually financing all of what they do. <laughs> so, um, I know they make money some kind of way, like you said. Oh yeah. For sure. <laughs> <working> for free. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 So, um, all right, man. Well, I think that's, you know, that's about it, man. Um, go ahead and give us your, your handles and all of your contact info. People can check you out website and, uh, how can people find okay, you? Yeah. yeah, for sure. You can, uh, you can, um, well, first of all, I'll just go to my website. It's WP Stan. Very easy to spell. WP, like WordPress. Stan is my first name. WPStan.com. You can find me on Twitter, WordPress Stan. Um, where else am I at? Uh, I think those are the two main places you'll find me. I think all my other social medias are kind of dead, but, but <laughs> Twitter and my website, that's where I'm at. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. All right, man. Well, we definitely appreciate your time coming on the show and helping us out with some WordPress stuff. And uh, and if anybody out there needs some help with WordPress, you can hit up 
WPStand.com, and um, yep. he'll hook you up. I mean, not for free, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Put in the inquiry. I'm sure he'll respond to you in, in a good amount of time. So Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Man, we really appreciate you being here on the Business with Bordeaux podcast, and we thank you, all you listeners, for listening in. Uh, if you have any thoughts, you can comment on the show, and we'd love to hear your thoughts on uh, on everything we shared. So, all right, God bless, and see ya. All right, peace. All righty, that was the interview with Prophet Josiah, aka WordPress Stan. I hope you learned something, picked up some tips, and um, you know, if you don't have a website yet, then jump on it. Make sure that you are getting your online presence known. Because you really, really need to have that. You know, somebody Googles you and you don't have a website, it's going to be hard-pressed to find you. I mean, they might find your Facebook account or something. But you need to have a website to host all of your your services, your goods, your products. Super important. So, you know, you can go visit him at his website if you want to get some uh, WordPress stuff done. And and also check out his music as well, uh, Prophet Josiah. So you can look him up on YouTube. And... Yeah, so I hope you got something good from that. And again, I want to thank our patron for the show, Mr. Aaron Simpkins, founder of True Strength Apparel, which you can go visit at truestrengthapparel.com. He's got some great merchandise over there, so go check it out. If you see me, a lot of times I'm rocking it on my Instagram at jasonbordo one and you know, he's a great dude. I went and met him in person and we talked for a little while and uh, and I really, really, really support what he's doing at True Strength. And he's a sponsor of Trackstars, which I also want you to go check out because Trackstars is really what put this whole entire business with Bordeaux Podcast in motion. I do host my audio blogs on their SoundCloud page or on their website, trackstars.com. And that's the only place to do my audio blog. It is exclusive to Trackstars. So if you go type in Trackstars on SoundCloud, you can find my audio blog there. And uh, and for all of my other stuff, you can go to businesswithbordeaux.com. And all of my podcasts are hosted there, you know, as well as iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play and SoundCloud. And all of my blog posts are right there. The businesses that I'm supporting, the people that are coming on the show that have a business, I'm posting a link up to their stuff there. And as well as um, a lot of the shows are having show notes. So I'm trying to keep that going and effective. And uh, so it'll be easy access for you to go back and, and get the notes that you need for the show to improve your business. So exciting interviews coming up. Uh, tentatively, I have a very, very, very wise gentleman. And he's really well known in the CHH community who I'm supposed to be interviewing this week for the show. So I want you to make sure you're here next week. Uh, as soon as it's clear and ready to go and set, I'll announce who it is. But just make sure you're tuned next week because it's going to be good. I know it is. And then in February, February the whole month is going to be fantastic because I have a Track Stars interview every single week. So I'm going to start off with Mr. Ryan Righteous. Then I'm going to head over to Sean Grant. Then we have Mr. Derek Myers, who is uh, a huge part of opening up the Trackstar studio to those who want to go in there and record audio or video or podcast or whatever it is. So make sure you tune in next week. And I'm also going to be trying to hit up Mr. Ernest Ricks, which a lot of you know as Rick Sincere, because we're going to talk about education, the importance of it, and how to make it work for you. Because a lot of people assume that if you have a college education that you're just going to have a job 
not really the case. So anyway, yeah, February, I'm going to officially title it Track Stars February month. So, so many great things coming up. So uh, on that note, I'm going to go ahead and in this show, I thank you for lending me your ears and your time. And I'm really hoping this is being beneficial to you. Uh, if it does, if it is a blessing to you, you can head over to iTunes and you can subscribe. Um, and you can also leave a review and whatever star rating you feel is appropriate for the show. I don't want you, I want, don't want to tell you just to give me a five-star review if it's a three-star show. I mean, I, I don't want that. I want to know honest feedback. So anyway, yeah, I think that's it for this week. And uh, like I said, thank you so much for your time and God bless.